0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, that's me.
1: Man, I'm such a good introducer of introducing things i know i felt like you were about to go michael buffer
0: on me or something ladies like and gentlemen before your very eyes i've just made you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich
1: i hope some people took our advice and tried some peanut butter jelly
0: pb and j yeah let keep them. it short man Screens, little 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 uh what are those called? acronyms um
1: no let's move on you're, you're bad at this stuff
0: i'm very bad at this stuff <laughs> so we're back uh this week we show is based on impending free agents, yeah guys that are be about to be out there on their own. The ball and chain is off them they're out there they can, they can mingle, they can interact with other teams, sign big contracts unless you get caught doing dope, which will uh kind of hurt your uh value, but we'll talk about that a little bit um so we're back that's a that's the topic of this week, but before that we will get into some news. And talk about how we feel about this news and what's going on around the NFL. What we learned this week, um, and uh, also again, I want to direct, I got a uh, email from Drew Osenchuk, okay, who won a Nerd T-shirt for being a part of the nerd herd, which right you could do easily by just going on the site and donate one dollar, uh, put you in the contention to win that Amazon twenty-five dollar gift card or a T-shirt. He's like, you guys pronounced it perfectly. Nice. I'm a perfect announcer, Dude, Pronunciator.
1: You totally nailed it.
0: So, uh. Let's get some news and notes here. Biggest news just breaking about an hour or so ago.
1: This just happened.
0: Kristen Michael.
1: Cut, man. Peace. Later. Deuces. Yeah. Kick rocks. Yeah. It was weird. It was kind of like one of those things where he was the lead back getting supposedly shot out of a cannon, and then um, all of a sudden, you know, um, he's, he's his carries got reduced, and all of a sudden, he's not even getting mentioned in the running back um stuff by Pete carroll and then boom he's cut the like the next day he regressed yeah big time
0: it's a safe way to say and guess what procedure process look good thomas rawls is coming back and all the writing's been all over the wall once thomas rawls comes back he is the man i think we kind of mentioned like right a little while ago hey it's it's time to get back out from Kristen michael so absolutely hopefully you took that advice yeah and you got out from because guess what Kristen michael is back to his value 12 months ago today Yep, zero. he has come full circle to a zero point zero value. Yeah, it's funny because one of my buddies texted me and he's like, "Hey, Kristen Michael," and he just he just texted me this morning like, "Hey, what do you want for Lashawn McCoy in one of my leagues?" Mm-hmm. And so he texted me, "Kristen Michael," and I'm like, "Oh, he wants Kristen Michael." I'm like, "Sucker!" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know what do you think about a seventeen second." He's like, "No, dude, you just got cut," and I'm <laughs> like. No, oh, seventeen third, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. a fourth, fifth, I mean, six.
1: I, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing that you know them cutting Christy, you know, Christine Michael tells me is that Thomas Rawls is is healthy.
0: Yeah, he must be. He's gonna be back, and now right. all that. CJ's process looks good, and don't forget they also have Alex Collins there, the rookie who we like coming out out of Arkansas. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yep. He's not too shabby.
1: Right. So I mean, he hasn't come in and like been a world beater or anything. So uh, I mean, I think to me that's it. It spells thomas rawls is bad. thomas rawls yeah. who's a good
0: running back we can't forget that
1: oh absolutely yeah. i mean
0: that's that's a what it boils down to so the time and i think we mentioned that a couple of what, like weeks ago too like buy thomas rawls still like don't be out from that Now his time is cheap so right. go out there and get him and you know kristen michael will he re, will he sign somewhere maybe i mean like new york giants they need a running back pretty badly but kristen michael has shown us he's just a change of pace running back that's all he is he's a backup change of pace running back this is, Nothing overly special. Sometimes he can get you what you, you know what's there. Right. He's just not a special back. And, again, with this class coming in next year, guys like him are going to disappear pretty quickly. Exactly. These guys are going
1: to fall by the wayside.
0: Yeah. So, Kristen Michael, see ya. CJ Proceis gets a huge bump. But, I mean, he was something like on my uh, ESPN show on Sunday. I was kind of pimping CJ Proceis. Like, hey, this guy you want to get in your lineup this week. Uh, it looks like he's about to take over carries and be the man. Sure enough, he goes in there and gets over 100 yards. He's the man. Mm. I look super smart right
1: you, yeah man i'm just staring at you i feel smarter
0: yeah i mean just come on i need right. more accolades man yeah, absolutely yeah. kill it on that sunday show um so moving on so he's deuces somebody who's not too far behind him tony romo comes out today with a very emotional speech saying hey guys Dak has deserved the starting job
1: did he come out emotionally?
0: Yes, he came out and gave a speech. Oh,
1: really? I yeah, didn't, I didn't catch any of that. It's
0: emotional. He got yeah. emotional because he's saying, "Hey, this is Dak's team. He's earned it." You know, it's hard for me coming out here saying, "You know, I was finally had the best team I've ever had," and I get hurt, and then Dak comes in here and, you know, he, he looks great. This is Dak's team, and I mean, the Cowboys are in a tough spot because they're gonna need. They're in, They're not. They're not good in the cap situation. So rather they make some decisions and. Tony Rumble kind of falls in that category of hey, you can kind of cut this guy and save some cash flow.
1: Yeah. I mean, either that or, you know, if Tony can see what's going on and, and knows that, you know, he's pretty fragile, he might he might just redo his contract and, and take backup money.
0: Yeah, I don't think he does that. Not when he can go do a place and start. I mean, there's there's gonna be so many teams that need quarterbacks that can use a transition quarterback somewhere like a team like Chicago who's gonna probably cut Jay Cutler can use a guy, now they're they're probably in re- complete rebuild, but somebody who's ready like, to sign a rookie quarterback that needs a transition, that th- feels good about their team, could probably sign Tony Romo and get it like four weeks out of him until he gets hurt again uh, with a broken back, but then use him. I mean, I know,
1: I, that's what I'm saying. I, if he realizes himself that he's pretty fragile at this point in his career and he's kind of at the end, he might just want to stay there. Is my whole point.
0: Him and Jerry Jones are pretty close. They are pretty that's close. It's like a father-son relationship they have there. Mm-hmm. So, I know if my dad said, hey, stick around, I'd stick around.
1: Creepy plastic surgery father to dad to son.
0: Jerry Jones has a lot of plastic surgery. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. I never had a dad growing up, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> my father didn't love me.
1: They don't usually look like that.
0: <laughs> hey, if my dad is Jerry
1: Jones, he, who knows, man?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't you know. I would have known. Never met the guy. Well, so, um, sounds like a nice guy, though, Jerry Jones. <clears throat> I heard it looks good. Sure. Jerry Jones, I'm talking about okay so i never knew he had plastic surgery but now that you say that like i think about it i was like yeah maybe he is a little plasticky yeah I mean, face, he's pretty old right his
1: face looks like it's been totally pulled
0: off tight yeah tighten me up tighten me up guys gotta get out there and grab him by the what calm down um so tony romo so this is pretty much going for Dak prescott's team he's oh, look yeah, good
1: absolutely he's look great man
0: yeah i um, mean this isn't like a huge surprise but he's look pretty good pretty like out of nowhere like if you drafted him in like your fourth or fifth round of your rookie draft like you're like oh hail to the yes
1: i picked him up as a free agent in, in one of our leagues look at you it's just ridiculous you're
0: all over that it's like trade it's like train away matt jones for Devonte parker mm-hmm. and then picking up rob kelly yep amazing yeah somebody tweeted at me by the way they did they made the same movie it's like, i just want to thank you for uh I was listening to the no. The tweet was I was listening to the Dynasty Nerds podcast. I just I traded Matt Jones for Devontae Parker before he got benched, and I'm like, that's what Matt did. Kudos. Yeah. So you're more thinking like Matt because you're falling suit, which is what you should do. I mean, isn't that why you listen to this podcast? I mean, I would hope so. For
1: advice. For advice.
0: I mean, why else would you listen? I don't have a central voice. I don't know. Speak for
1: yourself.
0: So another side of the ball, (laughs) Mister Central over (laughs) there, (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Now listen. I don't like tooting my horn, which I do like doing. All yeah, that. I was
1: going to say bull crap. You love <laughs> tooting your own horn.
0: But listen, I, got, I just want to say this because I got a lot of flack. Before the season started, I was like, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott is the number one running back in Dynasty Fantasy Football. And people are like, that's ridiculous. David Johnson's good. Le'Veon Bell's good. And those and, guys are good. Oh, and Wait, sorry. Todd Gurley is good. And my response is, yes, those guys are good. You know, but, you know, Le'Veon has some uh, marijuana issues. Uh, Todd Gurley doesn't catch footballs. And David Johnson, we just need to see a little bit more. Now, David Johnson has shown us that he is really, really good. He's scoring 100 yards from scrimmage every single game. The only NFL player to do so. Todd Gurley is having a god-awful year. I recommend going out there and buying low on Todd Gurley. Uh, If you can give Todd Gurley for a 17 first, America. Mm -hmm. But guess what? He's not catching any footballs. He's not scoring touchdowns, and he's not even rushing for a hundred yards.
1: I mean, they like took him out and put
0: Benny Cunningham in. I mean,
1: that, yep, dang, that's just stinks, man. Yeah, but
0: don't worry, Jared Goff is to the rescue. <clears throat> yeah, he's supposed to be starting next week. So, I mean, we can all agree now that Zeke Elliott's the number one running back in fans, fantasy fans, football, right? I don't think it's much debatable at mm, this point. I didn't think it was debatable a long time. Well, actually, no, I thought it was debatable a long time ago. Yep. Pretty much a savant over here. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Everything I said planned right out to a T. They all had great games. Zeke looked great. Le'Veon looked great. David Johnson looked great. Absolutely, man. Todd Gur- What would you do with Todd Gurley? Like, would you, I mean, you're obviously not selling, right? Yeah, you're not selling. You're holding at this point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but again, that's where it comes into value, these running backs that catch footballs. I mean, you don't want to end, this, end up in a situation with these guys that are just touchdown dependent. Now, Todd Gurley is good enough where he can overcome that by scoring 100 yards and getting touchdowns, but right now he's not even anywhere close to that. They need so many more weapons on that team. They have so many more holes on that team, it just stagnates his productivity. I mean, he started off real hot last year, and he had a really good year, but at the same time, it's just things aren't looking good, and it doesn't look like they're going to get better anytime soon.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a pretty crappy situation, but, but he's still a talented guy. Yeah, you still so, want to so you you, try and buy him, right? Yeah, you yeah. hold or you try to buy if you don't have to.
0: Yeah, you kind of let the situation like kind of play out this year, let him have a really doo-doo year, let this rookie hype bounce back up, and then try and buy. Would you, um, I'm trying to think. would you, if you had the number one overall pick in this year's draft class, Leonard Fournette, for example, mm-hmm. who would you rather have, Todd Gurley or Leonard Fournette?
1: Hard to say without a landing spot for Fournette. Um. Because that because they're both really talented. I mean, obviously they're not the same style of running back. Fournette's a bigger, powerful, po- more powerful guy. Um,
0: I hear you. Spott's spots to be someone, but landing because both are extremely talented. Right?
1: They're they're both really really talented guys. So it's hard. That that's like an almost impossible question. Because same thing. Like
0: if I mean Dalvin Cook, for example, is really really good. Mm-hmm. And say like Leonard Fournette just goes to a situation that's just not overly excitable, and then like. Dalvin Cook goes to Indianapolis. Pretty exciting. Right. Right? Absolutely. Then, of course, if Leonard Fournette goes to Green Bay, you're like, ooh, that, that's pretty nice. That's it. Yeah. But- I just can't wait. It's too much hypotheticals. But, I mean, would you be willing to give up on those high picks for Todd Gurley? Or is it still too early to say?
1: I think it's too early to say. but Because
0: last year, I mean, it'd be like, no-brainer, right? But, like, oh, that's not enough. You can't give me a 17-1, right? Right.
1: I, I think so. Yeah, so his value has depressed a little bit.
0: From yeah, I mean. Because right now you would say, I mean, all right, let me throw something at you. Ezekiel Elliott or Todd Gurley? Ezekiel Elliott. Le'Veon Bell or Todd Gurley? Le'Veon probably. because yeah, he got catches his passes, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. David Johnson or Todd Gurley? David Johnson. Okay. So Todd Gurley goes from super high, like potentially number one because of youth, talent, what he did last year. Now all of a sudden we're, in, we're at number four. Right. And not only that, he's at number four right now. And next year, you have guys coming in like Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette that could easily, in the right situation and the right production, could surpass Todd Gurley. So he could literally go from the number one, two overall dynasty running back to number six or five, just like that.
1: I mean, yeah, but at the same time you're still in a pretty good position
0: if you have them. Even oh, at, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean top it's, five. yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad, but I'm saying Sky it's a pretty not, significant drop. Yeah, it is, but sky's not falling completely. You know, that's why you build around young wide receivers. That's why you just take Corey Davis and be done with it. Right. Um,
1: That's why, that's, why, is, that's why you do that. This is but.
0: why it's two weeks in a row. i drop Corey Davis. I'm, I'm trying to lead up to the, my hype that train okay. them. The number one guy that I'm going to be riding with this year is going to be Corey Davis.
1: I mean, great, yeah.
0: Besides, I mean, obviously, like Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook, and then a draft will come down, and I love everybody. I love them all. Give them to me all. I've been trying to get these 17 draft picks. Nobody wants to give them to me.
1: Nobody wants. There's been very little movement in 17 draft picks.
0: not in our league. I know. Not in dynasty.
1: I've actually got an extra third and a fourth, but that's it
0: yeah i like I hear all these other people like, oh, I've got three seventeen first. I'm like, you lucky son I'm like mm. one guy people are remember telling like I got four seventeen first. I'm like how do you perform this magic? <laughs> like our guy like I don't know, I don't know if it's because our league's like fifteen years old and people like, no, like this class is so good and they're pretty like everybody in our league's pretty on it like nobody's like there's no guy out there like, hey, what's going on? what's right Football <laughs> thought this was a soccer league right uh yeah, and everybody's like the same everybody's like foaming at the mouth with us so nobody wants to say, hey, hey, dude, I'll give you Todd Gurley for your 17 first. Man, I, I'm going to hold off right now. It's
1: weird because there's some guys that should be making moves to like probably give up their first-round pick and, and like make a push in our league, but
0: they're, they, they're not
1: doing it. Yeah. I don't know why. They're yeah, just, I, they're,
0: I've yeah. made offers of guys yeah. like that like you know, need receivers, and I have like a lot of young receivers, and I offered them, like, you know, and now, granted, Victor Cruz... But like, you know, like I've offered like Jeremy Macklin, Victor Cruz and a draft pick for like a late and you're talking like a late first and they're like, no, no, I can't do that. It's not fair. I'm like, my dude, you're getting Jeremy. And granted man, that's not fair. Right. They're older running backs, but I mean, he desperately needs receivers to win. Right. So it's like at the same time, it's like, well, dude, I'm not giving you like, you know, I'm not giving you Corey Coleman, you know, for your first, like for a late first. So what do you want? Like, what do you want? I'm not giving you Stefan Diggs for your first. That's a silly. But you know, I get you. Our draft, other people's draft, they're winning. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Moving on. Gronkowski.
1: Gronkowski has a punctured lung. Doesn't have a
0: punctured lung.
1: Who knows what's going on with his chest and lung?
0: To be, no, to breathe or not to breathe—that is the question.
1: That is the question.
0: That's your question.
1: I know it really is.
0: <laughs> so, so Gronk. Yeah, we don't know. But he also had to clear. He just canceled like his EA Sports trip thing today because he couldn't fly because of his lung
1: so it sounds like there's something up and he might possibly miss some time so it's really hard to tell the patriots are notoriously you know tight-lipped when it comes to injury stuff and it's still too early in the week
0: so it says she'll only be like a week which is weird because like if you say it to me like like ashley called me and she's like did you hear the news matt has a punctured lung i'm like is he gonna live (laughs) like your lungs are pretty important Kind of. So like they're punk. Like I think of like my- a balloon, right? If right. it's punctured,
1: it's Adios, not going to blow back Adios up. balloon. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I just see like your lungs punctured, it's just gonna deflate, or stuff's gonna go in there, and you're gonna be done with it. So could you buy low on Gronk?
1: <laughs> uh, you tell me. You're no. you're a Gronk owner. No, no. Yeah. I'm
0: the one that like in all my dynasty leagues. I like for some reason, like I actually Gronk's value was down this off season. So, like, I gave up my seventeen first first in, like, all my leagues to get Gronk, like, in a package deal. Mm. And I still feel really good about it.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, so I got Gronk shares everywhere.
1: So, Gronk, Gronk you're expecting to miss this week, though. Huh?
0: Yeah, it's looking that way. I mean, that's what the reports are.
1: Right, that's what it sounds like. And I mean, it just so happens that I play you this week, so that's perfect.
0: Eh, no, no big deal. Trust me, in that league where I needed to win, because I have such a great team, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, Gronkowski, Drew Brees, Stephon Diggs. You know, and I'm up by major points this week. And I'm like, cool. I don't even have to worry about it. All he has is Doug Baldwin, and I got Cincinnati's <laughs> defense. And I was up by like t- over twenty. And I wait, and I fell asleep. I fell asleep because right. I was tired. Right. And I go, I go, I just go right to the box score, and I see first quarter, Doug Baldwin touchdown. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Uh, second, you know, second quarter, Doug Baldwin touchdown. I'm like, no way. <laughs> sure enough, I get down to the fourth quarter, Doug Baldwin touchdown. It's six o'clock. It's five thirty in the morning. I'm dropping f bombs in the bathroom. Yep. I'm like, son of a B Doug Baldwin, Doug Baldwin never scores three touchdowns in one week. I don't want him to score fantasy football, man. Hey, man, honestly, that's the year I'm having now. Like in all my redraft leagues, like I keep like in one league. I literally have played the highest scoring team every for the last seven weeks in a row. I start off two and one in the last seven weeks in a row. I've literally played, not exaggerating, the highest scoring team every week. I am second in the league in points. I am two in eight.
1: That stinks, man. That was me the first four weeks in the Dynasty Nerds League. Um, I went 0-4, and, and ever since then, I have been tearing it up. Six That's a poop sandwich. Six and four now. <laughs> good for you. Six, six wins in a row. Right,
0: let's move on before we keep bragging. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams. I want to talk about him for a second. Sure, man. Now, this guy out of Fresno State that we loved, he led college in touchdowns coming out. It was him and Derek Carr, and we're like, this guy is great. Mm-hmm. He is good. He's a first-round pick in this awesome class he's going to be a solid player. And then for the last couple of years, he's done nothing right now this year. He's come on, stepped up to the game, which surprisingly the Packers are doing terrible, but Devonte Adams is shying.
1: He is, man. He's, I mean, he's been a, he's basically doing exactly what he did in college. He's cu- catching a ton of passes. He's not, I mean, he's not a guy that's going to break, um, you know, like a 50 yard reception or anything like that. But he, he's a, he's a chain mover. He's like a, Jarvis Landry type of guy. Like, he's going to catch a ton of I feel of like passes. he's kind
0: of is a big player. I mean, this week he had six catches for 156 yards. That's not Jarvis Landry material.
1: I guess that's not. but it's a big uh, time. But, uh, you know, every, every once in a while, blind squirrel theory.
0: Yeah, I, I know what those blind squirrels do, little perverts. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Devontae Adams, I mean, what do you, what, like, do you think this is like a sell-high situation on Devontae Adams, or do you think this is? No,
1: I think this is him finally coming into his own, I think if you held them this long, you're happy and you should just hold on to him.
0: Dude, does Green Bay resign them? I mean, they signed Randall Cobb to a contract. George, Jordan
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Jordan Nelson's getting up there in age. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they,
0: they resign him, right?
1: <coughs> I think they definitely resign him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, this is like a long-term play. So if you can get Devontae Adams on the cheap, which there's no way you can now, then you would want to, right? Yeah. Again, I think this is his finally coming to his own. This is, this is the thing. This comes into, like the rookie syndrome, where people are like, if you don't produce for me right away, uh, you're a bust. I gotta right. get out from you. I'm mm-hmm. gonna take a second. You know, I drafted you really high for a first, and that's what we like to talk about sometimes. Like we like to go after guys that don't produce right away that were first round picks in your draft. Year two, mid season, go after those guys and maybe give up like a high second or mm-hmm. like a late first or you know something you feel afterwards or another player because players do take time to develop. They sure do. Not everybody comes in and they're right. Odell Beckham and Zeke Elliott. You know what I mean? They don't come in and dominate Mike no, Thomas. I, I mean, that's
1: really kind of a new phenomenon. It used to be the wide receivers, there was like a three-year rule on them, just like we have for tight ends now. That used to be like the most common thing for wide receivers to take like three years.
0: Yeah, I, mean, like, remember, I remember like all those high, like Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson. When Andre Johnson came in the league, he was hurt for like two years. He kept getting banged up. Uh, wasn't really doing anything. And like year three, just like explodes right. into a superstar. Some players just take time very true That's what it really boils down to so Devontae adams stud muffin um and then matt jones we mentioned earlier yeah we mentioned that he was yeah. inactive like we knew he was a turd ferg, right. but like now he's gone as far as like he's inactive
1: well um i mean the coach explained it that you know the basically they need out of their third running back some special teams value and, and matt jones really doesn't do that so Without that ability, he's gonna be inactive going forward, it sounds yeah.
0: like I mean just when you thought like he couldn't get any worse or situation couldn't get any worse, now the dude's not even active. Right, yeah. So like if Rob Kelly gets hurt, there's not even a chance for him to get in there and like fumble the ball.
1: Right. It'll it'll be Chris Thompson and, you know, whoever else. I can't remember the Mac Brown, I think, is the, yeah. the other guy.
0: Chris Thompson the free agent next year.
1: I think he's rest- restricted free agent. Okay. Yeah. We'll and then about that.
0: of course, the, the other big news that we've been saving, because it's going to lead right into our topic of free agents next year, is Alshon Jeffrey busted for PED, suspended for four games.
1: Yeah, there it is, man. Um, He said he took something, you know, some anti-inflammatory that he, you know, somebody recommended without really checking, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so there he is.
0: Dude, I think the conversation went down a little bit more like this. Dude, this team is terrible, dude. Somebody passed me a joint quickly because I can't handle this.
1: Do you still want to give me a first-round draft pick for him?
0: No. <laughs> that time is coming up. In, one of my, in my high-stakes redraft league, somebody literally just traded Todd Gurley for Alshon Jeffery. Yeah, that stinks, man. Like, literally, right before it was announced. You, should, went you
1: should say that that league is not a dynasty league.
0: No, it's a redraft yeah. league. It's a high-stakes redraft league that I need to win, hopefully. But yeah, so Alshon gets busted for PEDs, comes out, says I'm sorry, pretty much like the scripted script that everybody says. Right, I should know what's going into my body. I
1: uh, apologize to the fans and the organization. Blah, blah, Mm, blah, blah, blah.
0: What's going into my body? Right. Drugs. Drugs. Drugs, okay. Mm -hmm. So he's suspended for four games. Now, now it doesn't hurt his long-term value, but where this hurts him is free agency
1: right it definitely does because i mean guys aren't going to be willing to give up as much cash up front and stuff like that for a guy that's one strike away from what is it a 10 10 game, ten game yeah because
0: now you're in the system one right. little mess up boom you're out 10 games right so alishan jeffrey's not only gonna be a free agent he's not gonna be signed there in chicago that was we all knew that was happening once he refused to sign already and they made him franchise him right which now cost him three million for losing these games right $3 million. $3 million bucks. If somebody gave me $3 million, I would never work again. I would do this podcast every day. Sure. So if you want to hear me and Matt podcast every single day, send us in our donate box $3 million, <laughs> and I will podcast seven days a week.
1: We'll get into some goofy topics.
0: Yes. We'll talk about everything.
1: Because we're going to have to if yeah. we're going to do this every day.
0: Do you agree? If somebody sends us $3 million that you would podcast every day, seven days a week. Yes. Yes, I sign up for that too. So if you're listening, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, you never Buffett. know.
1: Bill, these guys might play fantasy football.
0: Yeah, you never know. You yeah, never they might be dire listening. To, oh, I gotta get that Dynasty Nerds podcast. Those guys are great. Exactly. Oh, three million. Three million. Jump <laughs> change. change.
1: You, let me look, let me check in the couch. Yes,
0: yeah, to hear their succulent voice every day. I bet we get Mike to come back if we had three million dollars.
1: I'm not sharing anymore. No, me neither.
0: Sorry, <laughs> dude. Sorry. Um. So Alshon, what? what so what is his? I've, so you're a bad person to ask what his value is.
1: Lay it on me. What do you mean? I mean,
0: well, he's not worth a first to you. No, he's not. I feel like he's still worth a first. I feel like there's even more like by low. Like I wouldn't give a first, but I feel like he's worth a first.
1: If you wouldn't give a first, he's not worth a first. But like, you it depends, just like no, completely contradictory. Like yourself. for
0: me, like in our league, it's not worth a first because my team in the standings isn't where it needs to be. So it'd be a high first.
1: So where where would you feel comfortable? A
0: very late, like if okay. So say I'm a contender, right? Right. Which doesn't help you this year,
1: but you know you so like he'll you, be back for the playoffs, right? He'll
0: be back for the playoffs.
1: Is it four mm, weeks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be back for
0: right like, at the yeah. So second round of the playoffs.
1: I was gonna say you're you're gonna have to make it to the second round or the third round. Depending yeah. So on it, it
0: doesn't. Yeah, it's kind of a risky move to make then.
1: It is. Hmm. But you never know.
0: So he's gonna be a free agent next year, which is gonna bring us right into our topic of impending free agents. Sure. And who do we like? So Alshon is going to be a free agent. Like it all is, it's all going to depend where he goes. It's going to really change his value. Like, where can he go that's going to help his value? Because I feel like the biggest problem with Alshon is he's just going to chase the money.
1: That's, this is why I want to get rid of him. I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to go somewhere, get a bunch of money, and get fat again.
0: And be chubby goo. Yeah. yeah and
1: I, that, I mean, he came into the league, and he was fat and out of shape. Brandon Marshall whipped him into shape. Brandon Marshall leaves, he starts getting all these hamstring pulls, and now he's on PEDs. <clears throat> now he's on PEDs, and he's going into a free agent year.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh,
1: this, to me, smells like a guy that's just going to cash out and get fat.
0: Listen, there's some games I'm pretty good at, and connecting the dots I was always a natural at. Yeah. Because it's pretty simple. And right now, you've got me connecting some dots, to saying, as I look at it all, it forms the word N-O. Yeah. To Alshon.
1: Say, just say no.
0: So, I'm kind of like, I'm, I, think I'm, I'm, I think I'm jumping on board of your bandwagon. I think after like multiple weeks here, I'm too, I'm saying, look out. So, Alshon's dangerous. So,
1: really, all I did was just shoot myself in the foot. And I'm not going to get my first round pick from you now.
0: Huh? No, Dang you should have really driven it into me and maybe sent an offer over. I could accept Dang. it a while ago because no longer am I giving you Corey Davis for Alshon Jeffery. See? So, his value is pretty much just what plummeted. A good player, but like you said, a lot of red flags.
1: He's got a lot of red flags. He came in the league with red flags, and he kind of only produced like a couple big seasons. Yeah, you know? so
0: like two or three. Yeah. So it's like, well, how many times have we seen that though? Like guys come in, they have like a couple really good years, and then they go somewhere else, and then they like. I mean, what other receiver besides Brandon Marshall has gone somewhere else and had success? I like Well, Mike Wallace went back to Baltimore this year and has had success, but it's like a perfect scenario.
1: Right. It, no, it's it's hard, man. I, I think Golden Tate made a switch and went from an offense that wasn't really... He, they didn't really throw the ball a lot when he was there, and then he went to the Lions and had some good success there. Yeah, he's picked so, up these last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I mean, there's some people that have done it, but there's not a lot of guys that are big play guys that go from one team into another because the team won't let him go if they really like him. Yeah, you're right. They, they have the most information than any. They have more information than anybody. So if they're letting the guy walk out the door, it's for a reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's very, very unusual for really good players to leave their teams. You look at him for the Lions. Like he left. They offered big money. He signs the biggest contract ever and goes for the Dolphins. And it's like he's still good, but it's not like he's the best player in the NFL. Right. So, yeah. And he's a pain in a the long. ass. Oh, huge pain in the butt. He stomps right. on people's necks. Right. It's not nice. Go back to Nebraska, exactly. a So you want to go through? You want to go through some teams here? Go yeah, yeah, regions?
1: sure. I mean, um. I mean, some of these people are going to be, you know, like... Nobodies. Nobodies, but I'm just going to mention them because, you know, it does kind of...
0: It's going to open some... Like, you'll see what the team needs. Right, exactly. It comes exactly. to offensive weapons. Like, well, they're losing all their running backs.
1: Exactly. That's why I kind of have everybody even so
0: though... So you it's... can almost, like, mental, make a mental note. Like, hey, they're losing all their running backs. They're for sure... Whatever, they're going to be t- drafting Whatever running back this team drafts... Because we do that sometimes. Like, you have to pay attention. Like, it's not even right. about talent. It's about opportunity when it comes to running backs. So, like... Hey, you know, Washington's losing all their running backs. And or losing, they lost Chris Thompson. Matt Jones is cut. It's just Rob Kelly. Well, whoever Washington drafts, it doesn't matter if he wasn't drafted in the first round, he's got a better opportunity. Right. So, what team are you giving to me first?
1: Um, I'm just going to start with the 49ers. Um,
0: Who are they losing?
1: So, I mean, they, Blaine Gabbert's a free agent. Nobody wants him. Nobody wants no him. No value. None, none whatsoever. I mean, they're obviously going to be going for a quarterback.
0: Obviously.
1: Obviously. So that's a you know, I don't know if it's an ideal landing spot with Chip Kelly there, but not an
0: ideal landing spot. But well, it's, it's Sean Watson might find some success there.
1: You never know. Um, they're losing also Jeremy Curley, Quentin Penn, and or these are guys that are potentially free agents. I'm not they're not necessarily losing them, but
0: Is there, yeah, the show's future free agents.
1: Jeremy Curley, Quentin Penn, and Vance McDonald are all coming up for free agency
0: there. So two out of three of those guys hold no dynasty value pretty much whatsoever, right. uh, but Vance McDonald's interesting. I can see him resigning there because he's really stepped up in Chip Kelly's offense, and he's shown that he's a viable option at tight end uh, where you could even possibly start him if you need him to.
1: He's a big play guy. He doesn't make a ton of catches, but um, he does make big plays, and he's a, he's a really fast, you know, uh, really fast tight end.
0: So. He's look good. I mean, yeah. at times when he does get the ball, he's look good.
1: I, yeah, I, I totally agree. So uh,
0: Vance McDonald and I to watch just in case he does. If he signs in San Francisco, it's a good sign in chip kelly's offense knowing chip kelly's offense is half the battle right um so another year would be really good there if he does sign it's kind of interesting interesting to see where does he sign and for how much right but remember next year's tight end class is pretty sweet it is indeed moving on
1: um bears we already mentioned alshon jeffrey um brian Hoare is also a free agent nothing really to
0: report there it's nothing to see keep moving on right
1: um the bills um Free agents, running backs, Reggie Bush um, and Mike Gillisley is a restricted free agent. And then.
0: So they're going to bring somebody in to back up with McCoy. McCourt. So they'll, they'll draft. A well, they
1: back. have Jonathan Williams, which, ah, is, they do have Jonathan which Williams. is which is which is kind of what I where I was going with that one. I think Jonathan Williams is going to end up being the backup running back there and and, you know, kind of transitioning into a bigger role, I think, next year
0: next year the jonathan he's williams. had
1: a very quiet you know very quiet rookie season
0: so this information helps you like this if the bills so right after the nfl draft for example and you watch what happens if the bills don't take a running back high then that's the time to strike to go get jonathan williams because you know then that he is going to be the backup running back to Lashawn mccoy who's older who's banged up this year once those injuries start it's kind of hard to stop him from coming the Sean McCoy is really good, but he is a back that does need a breather. Definitely older that he gets. And Jonathan Williams is somebody that we liked coming out of Arkansas as well. So that information says, hey, make a mental note, write it down, take a picture. I don't give an F. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Williams is the potential to be at some point next year a starting running back in Buffalo, which should be a better team with Tyrod another year in the system and Sammy Watkins coming back.
1: Sammy Watkins coming back on that note. Listen to the wide receivers that
0: are free agents.
1: Marquise, Goodwin, Percy Harvin, Justin Hunter, and Robert Woods. All free agents. All gone, huh? All of them are free agents. Wow. So, so they're going to sign somebody. They're going to have to. I'm guessing they're going to sign probably one of those three guys or one of those four guys at least.
0: Is Percy Harvin's contract only a one-year contract? Yeah. Them it? Okay.
1: He only signed a one-year deal. Um,
0: so that's a situation to watch.
1: <laughs> that's a situation. So they're going to
0: draft. So most likely, they're going to draft a receiver, potentially even in the first round.
1: He, they could be looking high. Yeah,
0: yeah, like a Mike Williams, right? Hmm. Which would be nice because then that receiver would have Sammy Watkins to offset.
1: It would be nice, and Sammy Watkins would have somebody to <laughs> take a little bit of the pressure off, probably too,
0: which he needs. Yeah, I mean Charles Clay ain't helping nobody.
1: No, not at all. Okay. Um. So I'm moving on to the Browns here. Um. Isaiah Crowell is a restricted free agent next year. Okay. Um. And then Terrell Pryor obviously is a free agent.
0: And Terrell Pryor, they're probably gonna sign.
1: I would imagine they're going to they're sign him. Um,
0: his, and, his, his dynasty value is skyrocketed.
1: And I would imagine that they would probably match anything for Crowell unless somebody made it really
0: difficult. And I could see them. I would not be surprised with the, what the Browns want to do. I would not be surprised if the Browns took a running back in, like, the third round of this draft. Like, I would not be surprised if they invested. Because like, this, this class is so deep that some of this talent is going to really drop. Um, somebody maybe like, Nick Chubb, whose value has kind of dropped a little bit. Like, I could see, it's a situation I'm somewhat curious on with how many picks they have. I would not be surprised if the Browns took a running back high and say, hey, Isaiah Carell, you're good, but you've really died out at the end of the season. You start off really hot, but you kind of died out. We have our situational back in Duke Johnson, who's probably not a three-down back as it is, but really good at what he does, a la that Gio Bernard role, which is successful not only in NFL, but also in fantasy football. So, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they get somebody who can fill that Isaiah Carell role, but who's a better talent, a la, like, a Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Or even a guy like, do what? know I forgot about? And I was watching that. I, it's weird. Like, this this weekend, I really immersed myself in football. I watched a lot of college football, too. And a name I forgot at running back for Pitt, James Conner.
1: James Conner. The Terminator.
0: Yeah. He, he put down this, like, this wicked stiff arm, you know? He's tough, man. He's tough. He's yeah. really good. He's somebody, he like, next year, like, he's going to be, like, a of those He came guys. back
1: from, like, a major illness, right? Yeah, and With... he's a senior this year. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, but he looked really good. Like, right. I forgot about James. I literally forgot about him. And I'm like, wow, I forgot how good he was. I know Mike was really big on him um, over a year ago. So,
1: did he have cancer or something and came back? I, I can't, don't remember. I can't remember what it was either. He missed like a whole year or
0: something. I'll have like, to Google it. Yeah. I'll have to use the Google. So, Isaiah Carell, to me, that's something. Like, I don't, like you say, they're probably going to do that. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because I see, like, Isaiah Correll Isaiah to me, is he a good running back? Yeah. Is he great? no is he somewhat one-dimensional yeah they'll, i mean they'll tender him he,
1: he catches passes man
0: yeah he First does play of the
1: game he had like a 45 yard catch the other day
0: yeah but it's not like you're not like if you have Isaiah corral you're like yeah i'm winning some championships
1: right i no, i understand
0: i'm just interested to see what the browns are gonna do i, I said it wouldn't surprise me if they took a running back with all those draft picks they have i wouldn't it
1: they, would nothing wouldn't surprise
0: me no well they have so many holes you could take anything right. so
1: moving on uh moving on the Bucks. Um, Mike Lennon is the the probably the biggest guy that's a the free agent there, but they also they Vincent Jackson, you know, is a free agent, and then Cameron Brake is an exclusive rights free agent, which basically means that um they'll they'll they'll, they'll sign him. They'll, all they have to do is give him a qualifying offer, and that guy has to sign. Basically. Yeah, so they'll, they'll sign him. They'll sign him. He's sure. shown up pretty well. Right, I agree. I just wanted to mention it because he is. It's
0: like, he's like one of the only people this year like where all the off season hype was pointing to, <laughs> mm-hmm. that actually like played itself out. Right. You know, like. All that Devin Funchess hype. Right. Child, please.
1: What do you think about? Uh, sorry to switch subjects, but what do you think about Mike Lennon? Do you think he's got a spot as a starter somewhere?
0: He'll, get, he'll sign somewhere in the coaching staff, will give him an opportunity. Maybe again, like a situation that signs a rookie quarterback. All right. I could see,
1: um, see him going to like Chicago or somewhere like that. Yeah.
0: Something along those lines where he can hold a seat for the first four weeks. If he plays really well, he can hold it for the year. Right. Kind of situation. Right. Um, he'll get a job for sure. I mean, he he's shown glimpses of like he could play at this. Not
1: somebody probably. that that's, in my opinion, not somebody that's like worth going after right now. I, cause no, I don't think he's gonna like get a starting job forever.
0: Like, but if you're definitely. in like a if you're a two QB super flex league and he's somehow a free agent, then that's something you might want to buy. It might get you by a couple weeks or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, sure. If he's free, I mean, he's worth probably a pickup. Yeah, but
0: I mean, he'll, he'll most likely get some opportunities mm-hmm. next year.
1: Um. All right. Moving on to the Cardinals, Arizona. Um their big free agents it seems to be bunched in their running back situation Andre, well the biggest free agents michael floyd yeah i was gonna get to him last but okay michael okay. floyd i'll just start oh, off with that mean to- <laughs> i'll just start off with that michael floyd um obviously we've been you know talking kind of down on him we've been down on him lately
0: but doesn't doesn't okay isn't this like what michael floyd does like at the end of the year he does like a couple things they're like oh, all right next yeah. year's gonna be the year and then he just he's just bad
1: He's bad. I mean, he's just a very inconsistent guy. So, it, to me, he's not worth owning. I don't, I don't want those kind of players on my Your team. Your
0: biggest thing you could do is when Michael Floyd signs somewhere else for decent money is to sell. Sell, sell, sell. Just get out.
1: All right. So uh moving on andre ellington chris johnson and Stephen taylor are all free agents all of them yeah every one of them every one of them they're all gone all of them there's nobody gone well just dj just david johnson so i mean not that he wasn't already getting pretty much all the carries but (laughs) that's all you need bruce they're gonna be bringing in somebody else most likely um and and it'll be mostly all dj
0: so andre ellington's somewhat interested in there like he might be Cause like he might be able to go somewhere and like carve out a role
1: i could I could definitely see him carving out a role, but it's not a, he he's not a good enough player in my eyes that he's a guarantee to do that no, so I mean if you have him, you're hoping that that's what happens
0: in the right system he could be like I guess you'd be hoping like he could kind of fall into that like theoretic kind of role you right. know what I mean where mm-hmm. or even like that geo role. like he can get in there and he gets like fifteen snaps a game, but he's catch like not carrying the ball between tackles but right. catching footballs right. So, yeah, he's an interesting name to follow. Again, maybe somebody who's on your waiver wire. Yeah, So absolutely. he's worth a stash in a simple fact alone where let's see where he signs next mm-hmm. year.
1: So moving on to the Chargers, the uh, biggest, biggest name there is Danny Woodhead. Um, there are a couple guys that are restricted free agents, Dontrell Il- um, Inman. and those uh, look good. Yeah, and Brandon Oliver. So those are guys that might be on the move from other teams, maybe plucking them. in. if they do, that, that means that the other team has, you know, has shown enough interest that you should, you should definitely keep an eye on that.
0: I'm really going to like San Diego's offense. From a dynasty aspect, their offense is young. I mean, Tyrell Williams has established himself as a legit playmaker in this league. I know, man. Tyrell, Tyrell the gazelle is a legit playmaker. And Dontrell Inman is an excellent wide receiver three who could definitely step in as a wide receiver two if need be. I'll have Keen Allen goes down. So next year you have Keen Allen, Tyrell Williams, most likely Dontrell Inman, and Hunter Henry. And Melvin Gordon. That's big time, man. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny Woodhead have signed somewhere, and I'm sure he'll probably be okay. Sure. But nothing great. Absolutely. So, yeah, the San Diego offense, I mean, when we talk about, you no, know, sometimes we like joke around, like, okay, if you go own one offense out of all the teams in fantasy football, like next year going into it, I mean, San Diego would be a pretty good one now, right?
1: Yeah, those are the, those are the kind of offenses you want a piece of. Yeah, San Diego, Dallas, Atlanta, like I mean these are like Green Bay, these are the ones that you
0: yeah, want. Like next year you'd be able to start literally all, you know, Tyrell, Keenan, Hunter Henry, and Melvin Gordon. Right, right. And Phillip Rivers. Amazing. What's your team name? I'm the San Diego Chargers. That's Lame. Pretty
1: original there. No, lame. All right. Uh, so the chefs, um, the, their only notable guy was Nile Davis, and I just kind of mentioned him, so you could back on him a little bit.
0: Nile Davis, uh, you mean the one that got cut by the Green Bay Packers?
1: Yeah, he's back. No, he's back on the Chiefs. He resigned with the Chiefs.
0: He resigned. I, that's how little I care about Nile Davis. I did not even know he resigned. He was.
1: He was like the. He was with the Jets for like a, a minute and a half. Oh, I saw that. And then he then he resigned with the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm back. Uh-huh. All right, hey guys. I just I I literally only mentioned it just so you could make fun of him. Hey guys, um, I'm back. But anyway, it's the, me now. The Colts. Um, I didn't realize that Jack Doyle was a free agent.
0: Yes, after a breakout year, Jack yeah. Doyle, who's not a young buck, is a free agent.
1: So that's like perfect timing for him to like come up and and really, you know, make some noise.
0: True story. And they're not going to resign him because they just signed Dwayne Allen to right. an extension. So, so they're not going to well, sign him. But, again, I get really weary of such players like that. They usually go to another team, and they don't really do anything.
1: But you, worth noting. You never know. He could be, like, the next big play gear.
0: He could be. You never like know. he broke out this year right. in well, this offense. See where he signs.
1: See where he's Worth signs. noting, I guess. Absolutely. Worth Mental noting. note. Um, the Cowboys, Bryce Butler, and Terrence Williams are both free agents.
0: Bryce Butler is a turd. I know. Terrence Williams is suitable. Terrence Williams had a huge week this week. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody has huge weeks but Des. Yeah. Des had <laughs> a huge week. I des had a good week. Yeah. Coles scored, Beasley has like a great 20, week every week. Twenty one points or oh my. Like. Exactly. Twenty one?
1: Something like that. Yeah. It's like the
0: legal drinking age. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um and Gavin Escobar is also a free agent.
0: Terrence Williams is gonna be the kind of guy that signs like in Buffalo to be the number two receiver or signs in San Francisco to take Jeremy Curley's off. It,
1: it it could be. I'll I, I, get
0: paid like six million a year or something like that.
1: I, I honestly have never been like a huge Terrence Williams fan. No, He's like too inconsistent. Yeah, every once in a while I'll do something. Gavin big, Gavin big
0: receiver, playmaker, but just
1: too inconsistent. Right. Gavin Escobar, um, is a guy that's really never shown much, but it's Yeah, you think? It's hard I mean, I think it's kinda hard to get on the field behind Jason Witten.
0: True. Guys that so, go.
1: So I mean this is guy this is one of those guys that to me I have I've always kinda like kept right here in my peripheral. Um I know no one else can see me waving over here. But uh so i'm interested to see where he lands and that's about as far as it
0: goes i'm not interested whatsoever um again this this tight end class is too deep
1: yeah good point but um it's still you know it's still nice to get one of those guys that's four years in and and doesn't have the learning curve or anything
0: that helps but you still have a learning curve going to a new new offense and again i just think if any, i just the way i look at it is any team even like this where i think i heard jack doyle like any team that's in the look that needs a tight end they're gonna have their opportunity in this draft class. Some really good talent. There's like five or six good tight ends in this draft class that you could put in. Some of them you could plug in and play. I mean, again, some of them are you talking about first round picks? Mm-hmm. OJ Howard for the Alabama is probably gonna be a first round pick. If he plays tight end. All right, uh, but for Michigan's, if he doesn't go into first, he's a pretty pretty high second round pick. Right. Yeah. So these are all.
1: Yeah, those are all definitely definitely big time guys. I I I've got no dispute with that. It's okay. gonna be a great year for. I just. It it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. Second round picks are going to be so, so awesome. Dolphins. I'll give, you, uh,
0: I'll give you a second round pick for Kristen Michael. No. Son of a B.
1: The Dolphins, free agents. There's two tight ends there. Jordan Cameron and Deion Sims are both uh, free agents. Jordan
0: Cameron's probably going to retire.
1: I would imagine. I'm surprised. He actually said he wants to come back, which is, which is kind what? of surprising to me.
0: Dude, if he sneezes too hard, he's getting a concussion. I know. It,
1: it, and then um, Kenny Stills and Damon Williams are also free agents.
0: Kenny Stills holds value.
1: I think he definitely holds value. Um, I think it'll be nice if he moves on for guys like. Oh, they're
0: going to move on for sure. Because, I mean, you got to imagine they're going to let Leontay Carew take a step next year. Right. That's what I mean. So it's going to be Devontae Parker, who looked good again last week, uh, Jarvis Landry and Leontay Carew. Maybe they'll draft some guy in the fifth round.
1: I agree. Um, Eagles, um, Kenyon Barner, I I mean, he's looked decent in a little spot duty here and there. No thanks. No thanks for me either. I just wanted to mention him. And then Trey Burton, the tight end, is a restricted free agent. No, thanks. He's another guy that came into this season with a little bit of hype and then kind of faded and did nothing.
0: Yeah, so he, thanks for that update uh, on Turdbergs. I, 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 I know we're going through this. Fal- I'm not blaming you. I,
1: you seem very blamey. Well, dude. Um, dude the I mean, Falcons. He, he some good stuff here. The Falcons. Uh, Taylor Gabriel is a restricted free agent who's been making some noise. The he past. has
0: played very well.
1: I think, I mean.
0: I picked him up in one of my dynasty leagues. I, I, don't, I don't think. not started him.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pickup.
0: So, Excuse me. But the thing is, Atlanta's offense is hot. hot. Shanahan throws the ball. So his value is if he stays in Atlanta. Right, I agree. And kind of stay in that system. So he resigns. Which he's not going to cost much money, so he's very easily going to be able to retain there. I I agree. Note to self, Taylor Gabriel, value holds if he stays in Atlanta. Value dissipates if he goes anywhere else. Right. If he goes to San Francisco...
1: That's horrible. Just delete him out of the system. So, um, also the tight end game there gets pretty weak because Jacob Tammy and Levine Talololo, or however you say his name,
0: doesn't matter. Austin Hooper's the future.
1: I that's why that's why I wanted to mention this. Tammy won't be there snagging passes any or catching catching passes, and neither will Talololu. It'll be yeah the Hooper show. But
0: we talked about Hooper. I mean, right? There's two young tight ends that we like besides Henry this year, and that's Tyler Higby. And Austin Hooper. Absolutely. So again, those guys kind of fall into the category of me. Both of those guys do. Maybe Austin Hooper a hair more. I like them both. I like Higby a lot too. Falls in that category this offseason of guys you might want to go. And that were second round picks this year. Or at least we thought they should have been. And you can go out there and get them maybe for like a fourth. Make, sometimes what you'll see like in your rookie draft where there comes as this hype grows, you'll get to the fourth round and somebody's like, There's always one or two guys in the league when this pick's like, okay, dude, what do you want for this pick? And you know, you can see, like, you see it all the time. I see
1: that desperation look.
0: Because there's a player that they really want here, and they feel it's like great value. Mm -hmm. Somebody they almost took in the third, like they were in the, you know, and he's still there in the fourth. And if it so happened they have Higby or Hooper in their team, those are the players you can get for those kind of desperation plays where you get two round plus value out of there. So I think Hooper is a good try and buy, like, a sneaky buy this offseason.
1: Yeah, because he hasn't done a ton. No, I mean, but he's, he's definitely attainable. He's definitely, in my eyes, when I watch the games, he's flashed some he's flashed some good plays.
0: I personally would be willing to go up a seventeen third for him.
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely give up a seventeen third.
0: So like I like so like when it comes to me for dynasty strategy, what I'm looking forward to going to this draft, like, okay, I've set in stone after listening to this podcast today in November, I put a note down, okay, uh, John Doe has Austin Hooper and his team. All right. Come this offseason, I'm gonna go after John Hooper. Not right after the season, but you know, as the draft gets approaching, maybe like start some conversation with this guy. Ooh, how do you like the draft class? What do you like? What's going on? Hey, I'll give you my third for Austin Hooper. Yeah, you know, I, I right. just try and I try and find that right place to get Austin Hooper for like a third. Again, I think his dynasty value is gonna go significantly up in the upcoming years. Definitely if his offense can stay the way it's moving.
1: True statement. All yeah. right, moving on. Giants. Um They've got a couple of tight ends. Larry Donnell is a um, free agent. And See ya. Will Ty is an exclusive rights free agent, so he'll most likely sign. Yeah, they'll need somebody there. Right. Wouldn't,
0: um, wouldn't be surprised if they draft a tight end pretty high because they need well, more playmakers. Well, no,
1: they. I think I think they got their guy, Jarrell Adams, who just produced on Monday night pretty nicely. Yeah, you know, Jarrell looked okay, actually. Yeah, they're starting to work him into the system. Their tight ends coach is really good, and um, I think I think they're going to make, make something out of that. Yeah, little... Jarrell
0: Adams is really athletic. Yeah, he's
1: very athletic. And then uh, also Ryan Nassib. Uh, the quarterback, is a free agent as well.
0: Well, the Browns have his brother, and he looks good, at least.
1: True statement. And that's all we can say about Ryan <laughs> That's all we can say. Um, <laughs> Thanks the, for your brother. So the Jaguars, Allen Robinson, I did not realize, was a free agent. Already? Yeah.
0: He ain't going nowhere. No, he's not going to be
1: anywhere. But uh, another in other Robinson news, Denard Robinson is also a free agent.
0: Oh, Shoelace?
1: Yeah, Shoelace will be gone.
0: Yeah. Deuces. Yeah, deuces. Yeah. Um, call... call... <laughs> Call out Kristen Michael.
1: Yeah, no kidding. You not hang out.
0: I heard he's in a bus with David Cobb. <laughs> oh God!
1: Here we here we go. <laughs> Bishop Ranky. Bishop Ranky got signed.
0: That was a practice squad, right? Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> he's that not any... practice squad. He got out of the car. He
1: guys pull over, pull over. I got <laughs> called up to the show. Wait, you got signed by team? Well, yeah to the to the practice squad. I'm gonna help
0: with practice. <laughs> They're gonna pay me like fifty grand a week.
1: All right, moving on. The Jets. Um,
0: Can I sleep on your couch. <laughs>
1: Both Ryan Fitzpatrick and Geno Smith, we've mentioned this, but they're both free agents as well. Hey,
0: the dude, they They got Christian Packenberg and Bryce Petty.
1: So, yeah, good luck with that. Bryce Petty and their, like, six points that they got last week out of I hand. wonder
0: if Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to sit out and wait for all the money again. Oh, God, here we go. He's from Harvard, so he yeah. knows what he's doing.
1: He probably will retire.
0: Geno S- Smith is going to go somewhere. Talk sure. a little smack, his jaw broke. Yeah, wait, can't wait to see that.
1: Um, Lions. Free agents, Anquan Bolden, and Theo Riddick.
0: Theo Riddick, you'd think they would resign, right? You would
1: think, man. Um, I mean, he but, fits
0: that system with what Jim Bob Cooter wants to do so well.
1: But it, it all depends on how much they like Amir Abdullah. That's true. Because they are very similar backs. you know. They so
0: do. maybe this tells you Amir Abdullah's who's not playing right now, is a go buy low right now.
1: Could be, absolutely. Yeah,
0: so that would kind of makes sense. I mean, that's kind of like, I feel like, okay, Hey, you got to marry Abdullah. I'll give you a 17 second for him. What do you say? If you have Abdullah.
1: If I have Abdullah, I'm giving that up. But I'd never have Abdullah because I don't really like him. But if I had him, I would give him up for a 2000 Yeah, right? Yeah. And that's
0: probably a really good gamble. Yeah. It's, which it is. It's a gamble. It's definitely a gamble. That's like a good investment, though. You're talking about a guy that was a first round pick for a second next year. And like you said, if they don't sign Theo, then he's pretty much the lone goose there. He sure is. I mean, they'll probably draft a guy. But I would I mean, imagine
1: they'll draft a guy. Thought,
0: too. I'd be really interested to see where Theo Riddick goes. Again, I can't imagine him leaving there.
1: I think, I think for him, for his skill set, that's a great place to be. So I don't, I don't know why he'd want to leave.
0: No, I mean, and I think that like I can't imagine some team going out of their way to offer him definitely with this class, like more money than Detroit would offer him. So I most likely see him staying there, but definitely a good situation to monitor. Abdullah might be a good buy low. I know you don't like him, but I think he might be a good buy low right now.
1: Okay. So, so rich says, um, moving on to the Packers
0: says the guy who said Zeke's number one. I know that's like a big woe by me. All right.
1: Whatever. So the Packers free agents, um, of note, Jared cook and Eddie Lacey.
0: Okay. Jared so, cook. Whoopity doo die. Who cares? Eddie Lacey. I've been telling you to sell him for two years. Fat if you didn't listen to me, good luck. He'll sign somewhere. His value does not change. No. So Panther- I mean, his best, like best case scenario is like what LeGarrette Blunt does. He goes to New England, where like he doesn't run for a boatload of yards all the time, but he scores a lot of touchdowns. Right. So like, where can Eddie Lacy go? That you go? All right. This is this is good. Eddie Lacy's got value again. Because as soon as he signs somewhere, like as soon as he signs anywhere, I'm selling Eddie Lacy. As soon as that needle points back up above the halfway mark, I'm selling Eddie Lacy. I would take a 2017 high second for Eddie Lacy in a heartbeat right now.
1: I I can't think of a. I honestly can't think of like a place where I'd get real excited about his prospects.
0: Nowhere, right?
1: Because he even I'm In, not I'm not I'm not excited with him at the, with the Packers. Why would I be excited with for him like anywhere else?
0: Maybe Indianapolis.
1: That's the first place that Inside crept Don't they need a running my,
0: back with a good offense?
1: That's the first thing that crept into my mind. But and then they still, draft
0: all offensive linemen. He's
1: still not gonna be catching passes, dude. I know.
0: Well, I know that's why sure. I don't like any these yeah. at all. It doesn't matter. Would you? I mean, seven. Do you think a second like? a 17 seconds fair value for Eddie Lacey, or do you think that's too much?
1: No, I think that's probably what you got to give up.
0: What would you rather have? You personally? Me personally? Yeah. Um. Right now, if I, it's on the table for your dynasty team, like, hey, Matt, you have this 17 second, let's say it's sixth pick in the second round, or Eddie Lacey. That's, I'm taking the sixth pick in the second I, round. I,
1: can t- I know that you are, and it, I think it all depends on your team. Yeah, if you're, if you're like, running back needy, it's going to be hard to get a running back with a second-round pick. So I, mean, I
0: bet it's not. <laughs> I bet you get one of those pass-catching running backs. I'm telling you about this. Because what's going to happen is those running backs are going to go high. Then all those, I mean, you've still got these good – I mean, there's some decent receivers coming out here. There's, like, four or five really good receivers. Those are tight ends there as well. So, I mean, again, I think in that middle of the second round, there's going to be some good – value. there always is mm. of running backs that, like, you always, there's that guy in the sixth round that you never think is going to be there in the middle of the second round. That's always there because some of the guys get bumps. Other running backs get bumped up, you know, because of where they sign that you shouldn't be signing. And again, some of these tight ends are going to go higher. And all these players that get drafted higher that you didn't realize are going to get bumped up your rookie draft boards. And somebody's always going to slip. So, and definitely in this class, like it doesn't even have to be a running back if I'm running back needy. I just feel like there's going to be just too good of value somewhere else, whether it be receiver, tight end. And most likely in this draft class, you'll be able to get the number one quarterback at two six easily.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's Trubisky. That. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Men' own.
0: Matter. Everything's better in matter. <laughs> so I, I mean, I get if somebody took like Eddie Lacy over two six, I wouldn't be like, oh.
1: I think it's close right there. So I mean, where you're, you're like, hey, yes, I'll absolutely do it. I think I, that would take some definite deep thought.
0: Deep thoughts by Matt, by Matt O'Hara. Matt O'Hara. Mm. Um, two six. Or yeah. Eddie Lacy. Mm-hmm. Why, Eddie, put down that ham sandwich. <laughs> Push What's yourself you? away from the
1: buffet. We're trying,
0: we're trying to score fancy <laughs> yeah, points you know. over here, you tub of goo. All
1: right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. The Panthers. Um, they really don't have anybody. It's Corey Brown as a restric- restrictive free agent and then Ted Ginn as a free agent. So, I hmm. mean, th- those guys are like, I mean, I could see Corey Brown maybe getting plucked from somebody else. and, and
0: You think Ted Ginn resigns?
1: I think Ted Ginn knows that
0: they've that, got to draft a receiver. That right?
1: that's probably the best place for him. So he'll he'll want to sign there. I don't know if they'll want to sign. What him if
0: back. Alshon signs in Carolina?
1: I mean that fits the
0: bill. They need another receiver.
1: Sure, and then he's six foot four. Yeah, which is, they like those big play yeah, receivers. Sure,
0: Alshon goes to Tampa Bay with Mike Evans.
1: That all that's also a possibility. Um, Can you make
0: a case that Mike Evans could be the number one overall dynasty receiver? No. He's pretty much died. He's the number one fantasy receiver right now. Is he sure. really? Pretty up there.
1: All right, well. Just asking. He drops too many passes. I just passes. thought of it. Remember, it? I remember. All right. He's a stud. Patriots, Marty Bennett, Martellus Bennett, and LeGarrette Blount are both free agents at the end of the year.
0: I feel like LeGarrette Blount's always going to resign there.
1: So do I. And I, th- I feel like uh, Martellus Bennett could sign back there, I think.
0: Why do I have this weird feeling they're going to draft Christian McCaffrey?
1: I don't know. They could surprise
0: somebody and take yeah. him in the first round, running back. Remember, they did take; they weren't afraid to take a running back. Who's the running back they took in the first round? Who? Oh, the Patriots a while ago he had dreadlocks.
1: Oh, yeah, Maroney. Oh, Lawrence, Lawrence Maroney. Lawrence Maroney.
0: Yeah, it worked out well, right? Yeah, it was horrible. But Christian that. McCaffrey's pretty good. I feel like it'd be somewhat underrated just because he's white. Sure. Is that weird to say? I mean, is, is it just, I feel no, like no. I
1: think there's a white running back stigma. People, I mean.
0: They don't really pan out that They much. don't really
1: pan out, dude. They're not very good. Unless you're Danny Woodhead. Yeah. He kind of broke, the, broke the mold there. Remember
0: when the Browns took Tommy Vardell, like, sure, fourth overall? Sure do. Touchdown, Tommy. Touchdown, Tommy. How'd oh, that work out for you, Cleveland? Horrible. They uh, moved the franchise. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. So the, the Raiders, moving on. Uh, Latavius Murray is a free agent at the end of the year. So that's a that's kind of a big mover and a shaker type of thing. Hmm. Not that either one of us are very high on the guy, but I think. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's definitely interesting.
0: Note, yeah, note where he goes. That's somewhat. Again, I feel like he'd be he'd resign there, right?
1: Um, I think his best option is to resign there.
0: I think so too. Again, it, it, it's so interesting. This I don't class think I don't
1: think do. the Raiders' best option is to resign no, him. No, no, they should draft a running back I think, high. I think they can do better, but
0: yeah, significantly better. They should draft something high. <clears throat> um, but I didn't know Latavius Murray is a free agent just just now. So you told me that.
1: No, no half the battle. Um, the Rams moving on. Um. Kenny Britt and Brian Quick are both pre-agents at the end of the year?
0: Brian Quick and go. They need to keep Kenny Britt. They do. Kenny Britt's really stepped up. Yeah. Brian Quick's okay. I mean, he's, not, he's a nice receiver. He's not terrible. But Kenny Britt has shown that he's, he's really coming to his own this year. Yeah. with a On a bad team, nonetheless, as well. I like Kenny Britt. I'm resigning him there. I think his value holds most there.
1: Right. I, I agree. And then Benny, I steal touchdowns, gunning him.
0: Yeah, they'll let him walk. Maybe yeah, he resigns. Yeah. Doesn't even matter. No, no. It's Todd Gurley. Right.
1: Girly. right. Um, so for the Ravens, Kamar Aiken is a free agent and then Terrence West is a restricted free agent.
0: Terrence West will resign there on a restriction.
1: I would, I would, I would think that as well.
0: And Kamar Aiken, yeah, he'll probably sign somewhere else and just be.
1: That guy kind of it out this year. Yeah.
0: He was on our sleeper list. Yeah. He's, he, he never woke up. Yeah.
1: He took a long nap. Um, the Redskins, um, they're losing, or are potentially losing Pierre Garcon and Sean Janks. We've mentioned that before. Yeah. They've kind of planned ahead for that. They've, they've drafted a couple of, you know, Jameson Crowder and, uh, Josh and they're Dotson.
0: Set, I mean, literally because of them both. I mean, obviously we know what Josh Dotson's going to do. Cause that Achilles is a true Achilles where it's not let, doing anything for him. Right. So I don't imagine either of those guys staying there.
1: I don't either. And they're, Jameson
0: Crowder shown that he's a viable receiver. Maybe they signed something else in free agency a little bit cheaper. Maybe a guy like Kamar Aiken. Right. Uh, maybe a guy like Jeremy Curley. Something along those lines. And then dra- I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted another receiver. I wouldn't be surprised. Significantly high either. So
1: Vernon Davis also from there. And then Chris Thompson is a restricted.
0: Still free can't agent. believe Vernon Davis is still in the NFL, so it doesn't even matter to me.
1: Right. But Chris Thompson, restricted free agent. I could see him getting a getting a, an offer from somewhere else. He's yeah. done a pretty nice job. You know what?
0: That. And it wouldn't even surprise me either if, the like, now I'm thinking about, like, where's Eddie Lacy going to go? I could totally see Dan Snyder throwing money at Eddie Lacy and bringing him in there it wouldn't even make sense to me I just I don't know why it's just weird to me. I, I guess
1: I guess you're right I could see that too
0: but I will say this like you know Washington's losing all these guys and everything but they're still scoring points like John Gruden's doing a pretty good job over there I mean Jason Gruden's doing a pretty good job over there like the offense is still ticking you know Rob Kelly's coming there he's producing Jameson Crowder's producing the receivers are doing well Kirk Cousins getting it done they're winning football games so somebody going to this offense might not be a terrible thing mm-hmm. for their value
1: I yeah I totally agree um Saints moving on. Uh, Brandon Coleman.
0: I was gonna say, Brandon Coleman's a free agent, right?
1: He's an exclusive rights free agent, and so is Willie Sneed. So, both those hmm. guys I would expect to be back because they'll, I mean, they'll all they have to do is give him a
0: qualifying not offer for nothing, right? I mean, if Brandon Coleman walks and he walks, it's not really that big of a deal, right. I mean, Brandon Coleman had his opportunity to step up and be somebody, and he didn't. And right. for me, honestly, re- when you certain situations like if you can't produce in New Orleans with Drew Brees, who's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Then you're just not that great. I agree. And he holds no value. He's there's, just
1: he's just a big guy that is there. He's yeah, there's just the
0: there's, guy. A, there's a certain quarter like if you can't produce with that quarterback in that pass friendly system, I love like a Green Bay or Drew Brees mm-hmm. or even someone like Peyton Manning. Then I am not impressed.
1: True statement. Um, side note: Tim Tim Hightower also a free agent. He'll uh, probably resign back there. I would imagine he probably would also. Um, it's a good fit for him. Um. Sean Payton's, you know, letting him tote the rock probably more than, he'd Producing. Any, yeah, than he would anywhere else. He's a
0: flexible, startable guy <clears> in <throat> fantasy when you need him.
1: All right, so moving on to the Stellars. Um, Landry Jones. Deuces. I would imagine, actually, they'd probably resign him to a cheap backup deal.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, either
1: way. Either way to Deuces them. to your dynasty. I mean, if yeah. he's on
0: your dynasty team, you're doing it wrong.
1: Uh, Marcus Wheaton.
0: He'll probably sign somewhere else. He'll get a deal somewhere. Maybe I, he signs, like, walking. Washington or yeah. Buffalo or something like that. And, this was his big opportunity to do something.
1: And he totally blew it.
0: Totally blew it. Eli <laughs> Rogers is a new guy there. Right, right. Not Marcus Weehan. Even Sammy Coates has his broken finger, so he's in the back end of that. So right now it's Antonio Eli Rogers.
1: So um, your boy Le'Veon Bell, I did not realize, is coming up for free agency.
0: Real interesting what's going to happen yeah. there, because this guy wants money, and the Steelers, they might go out and just draft a running back right. and let him walk. It'd be really
1: it's him and actually D'Angelo Williams as well. They're both free agents. So.
0: Yeah, I don't think D'Angelo holds much value, but the Le'Veon Bell is very interesting because he's really, really good, and he really helps that offense, and, and Steelers right now are in turmoil. They're four and five. You know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of smack talking going there, Um, you know, throwing the coach under the bus a little bit there as well. Big Ben's not happy, and you do need a good running game as well. So.
1: And, I mean, don't forget all the drug stuff, too. I mean, that guy's exactly. been suspended. So, I mean, they might not be willing to pay the money that he wants to stay there.
0: It's gonna, they've I, done it before.
1: I mean, they've done it before. They've let guys walk, man. They let Mike Wallace the- walk after a huge year, and yeah. he's a big part of their offense.
0: I wonder what, like, Le'Veon Bell's just so good, though. Like, he's clearly, like, like we maybe the Steelers kind of, we all knew, like, Mike Wallace was just this, that one big play kind of receiver. Even though they offered Mike Wallace money, Antonio Brown money, he didn't take it. So, they gave it to Antonio Brown instead. We got to remember that they offered that money first to Mike Wallace and Mike Wallace said no. So they gave it to Antonio Brown. And that was kind of a, somewhat of a shock at the time. Right. And they gave it to Antonio Brown and that obviously worked out really well. Um, But and at the time, no, we knew like Antonio Brown, we knew he was a good receiver, but we didn't know he was a superstar receiver. Le'Veon Bell is a superstar running back. Like he's extremely good and he can go somewhere like say somebody wants to pay him. Maybe he goes to Green Bay or Indy. Um, it doesn't matter where he goes; his value holds true. He's that good of a running back. I agree. But then it's very interesting. Then what do they do at running back? Mm-hmm. But yeah, for, you almost forget that Le'Veon is a free agent. I, I mean, yeah,
1: I, t- I totally forgot. about He that.
0: put out that rap song saying he wants fifteen million a year, and he's just not going to get it.
1: Fifteen million? You know, he might have smoked that chance right yeah. out the right out the door.
0: But I can see him getting ten million a year.
1: Yeah, he's probably worth. He's that, that good. I mean, yeah. he's
0: worth ten million a year, right? Yeah. So and somebody should pay him that. I mean, I mean, you'd be silly not to. I mean, I came in. Any team that remotely has a need at running back should be willing to pay Le'Veon Bell $10 million. But also, you have to look at teams that are in the salary cap. Because, mm. I mean, they got to have, they can pay a running back like that, you have to have money to do so. Because people aren't just going to allocate funds to that if they don't have it. But we could show, like, Dallas, who is 8-1, that shows you what a really good running back can do. Adrian Peterson has shown you what he could do. With a bad Vikings team and take them to the playoffs when Christian Ponder is the playoffs, well, a really yeah, good running back can right. carry a team and make it that much better. It
1: can carry an offense, you know. If you have deficiency as a quarterback, it can help a defense. If you have, you know, if you if you just want to keep
0: the defense off the field, it's great. Yeah, to have then a guy the games, that, man. The best way to win right. is run down the clock with a really good running back. You right. do that. And NFL teams have got to notice that you can't get away from that really good running game. Right. It's just, I know that it's a passing game, but some of these teams you just can't win i look at the Packers. They can't win. And they got right. the best quarterback pretty much in the game out there with awesome receivers. They're just not winning. The Defense is again done. And then guess what? Green Bay this year, the running game is terrible. They has to play into it. Right. So if Absolutely. Le'Veon Bell goes somewhere, I'll let Green Bay, doesn't matter where he goes, his value is going to hold true. Definitely a situation we're going to monitor too. That's probably a big story here in the upcoming offseason.
1: It's going to be huge. Um, moving on to the Texans. Um, only guy there though, of any note is Ryan Griffin, the tight end. So I would imagine with Fedorowitz and with um, Anderson kind of coming on that they might just let him. Yeah, walk.
0: and Steven Anderson, you know, he had some really good uh, early off-season hype, right? Uh, definitely in a in a preseason there. Some of the I drafted in the last round of all my rookie drafts too, and Steven Anderson's definitely named a name to monitor just because again it's a it's a it's a long-term play there. With Steven Anderson, believe, tight end I believe he Carolina. scored a
1: touchdown, yeah, this past yeah. week.
0: He's shown signs he'd be a good tight end, and remember, it takes a couple of years for tight end, so Steven Anderson is somebody that I'm not giving up on.
1: Right on. Um, moving on to the Titans, um, Kendall Wright, a guy that um, kind of, you know, started off slow. He was injured most of the year and then eh. um, exploded on the Browns and then faded back to obscurity. Yeah. Eh. So... Um, I have guy. no he,
0: feeling about like when you say the word Kendall Wright, my my needle does not budge.
1: Okay. Um mine just slightly ticks. That's it. Like I could see him going somewhere and and doing better than he did has been doing here.
0: Okay. I guess he is talented enough. He's
1: he's got talent. Where if but, he goes
0: to a good offense right. and he's a number two receiver where he could produce. Mm, like, right. like, so like maybe like I think it's like Sealin might be a wide receiver three, which is good. Right, it's like exactly. really good. So yeah, Kendall Wright notice pay attention to where he goes because in the right system mm-hmm. he can do probably to rich do where i would like to see him go actually now we mentioned it tampa bay okay that'd be pretty you know you have the big play receiver in mike evans right. uh and kendall right can run some pretty good routes and he could be a solid receiver there with a good quarterback um they get that running game going i think that'd be a good fit in tampa bay
1: all right i like it you sound like you should be his agent
0: i should uh, be an NFL agent that'd
1: be awesome um, moving on to the Vikings, um, Matt Asiata is a free agent, no. Cordell Patterson, and then Charles Johnson is a restricted free oh, agent. No. So none of those guys are like world beaters or Good anyone. Good
0: luck signing somewhere else you turn. Yeah, basically. Is that it? That's all the free agents? That's
1: it, dude. We went through the, every team.
0: Look at that. Look at that. We promised you the free agent show. We just gave you every offensive free agent coming in the NFL.
1: True statement.
0: So what it all boils down to is
1: I might have skipped a couple, Le'Veon I, Bell, that I didn't think were any good. But
0: it comes down to Le'Veon Bell yeah, right. and Alshon. True statement. That's really about it, right?
1: Um, uh, let me let me scroll back through. I was reading and not really. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah
0: mm-hmm, I mean, there's uh, other names like Michael Floyd and yeah, Eddie yeah. Lacy.
1: I mean, yeah, Latavius Murray. Yeah. Latavius
0: Murray, but uh, Eddie Fat, Fat Eddie.
1: Yeah. The- yeah. Theo Not a lot. Theoretic Allen Robinson, which we we think he's not actually going to go. That's anywhere. like saying
0: Terrell Pryor. He's not going to be a free agent.
1: You never know on, on TP. We'll see. You never know. TP for Sheezy. When
0: Brown's got some bank.
1: Uh huh. They, yeah, they need to start spending it on somebody.
0: Well, Jamie Collins and Terrell Pryor.
1: Yep. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much all the guys.
0: All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week as we enter week 11.
1: Man. Oh, man. So
0: technically, there's only three more weeks until the playoffs. The playoffs. How like, can you believe creeping, it? we man. Hmm. I've had such a rough year that I'm literally just waiting for the season to be over. Like, it. It's all just gonna go right into like the great, which is weird. Okay, I've actually I just had a rough redraft year. My dynasty teams are actually doing quite fine, but I'm having a rough redraft year, and it's, and I really can't wait to get in this off season because I feel like is it weird? Like I feel like the off season shows are way. I love I love every podcast, but aren't like the off season shows like just when you get to dive into those rookies and really break them down.
1: They are fun. They're fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Helps, I just can't This was a fun one. Class. I
1: like I like this free agent show.
0: That's a good one. We'll do um, another topic next week, right? Sure. Yeah, Don't we'll, know what it is yet. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll think of something. Mm-hmm. If you have a topic that you want to hear, tweet at us, at Dynasty Nerds. Sure. And maybe we'll use it. How about that? How about we let the fans pick our next topic for the next show?
1: Um. That sounds...
0: Dangerous. Essentially
1: dangerous, yes.
0: And I mean, not every topic. We're not covering all, <laughs> but the best one. Sure, Whoever comes yeah. up the best topic, sure, sure. Just, tweet, just hashtag it Nerds Topic or something. We'll get in there. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Rich.
1: I'm at Dynasty Matt.
0: You can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure you get to com every single day. Like I said, we brought on multiple writers. Remember, when I said if you donate to the site, that money goes right back to the site. So far, you've been able to bring on two more rankers to the site. So we have five total Rankins to help the Rankins really even themselves out. I still got to get on there and update my rankings. I know I'm going to give Dak Prescott a huge boost. Um, I just haven't you know, had time to get on there and redo it. Um, and we might bring on another Ranker as well. So make sure to get dinesterns.com. Great articles every single week. I know somebody just submitted, uh, actually, an independent free agent article as well, oh, which is I was like, oh, ties
1: in well with our topic yeah, here. Right? I wrote
0: back, I like, that's a good, uh, that's a good article. It's going to tie right into our topic here. Um, and of course, you got Tim torches free agents, our uh, waiver wire pickups every single week. Uh, I know Corey just put a really good article out on Geo Bernard, and Fantasy Outlaw put a nice recap article up there as well. So we have some really good stuff going over there on DynastyNerds.com. Make sure you check it out. If you want to support the site, the best way to do it freely is to give us a ranking and review on iTunes. We always appreciate those and love to read those. So make sure you get on iTunes and give us a ranking and review. Really helps the site out, podcast out more than you would imagine. It absolutely does. Um, and plus,
1: it just it puts a smile on Richard's face.
0: It absolutely does. And if you want to sort of support the site financially, there's two ways to possibly do that. Of course, you can buy a Dynasty t shirt, increase your high five intake. Most comfortable T-shirt you will ever wear. That's a rich Dotson guarantee. True statement. And then, of course, if you want to join the Nerd Herd, where once a month we're giving away some kind of prize. This week, this month, it's a $25 Amazon gift card or a Dynasty Nerd shirt, whatever one you want. All you have to do is go to DynastyNerds.com, click on the Donate page. All you have to do is donate one single dollar, and that qualifies you for the prize.
1: Woo! Whee.
0: That's everything, right?
1: That's everything, man.
0: Well, until then, Let's good luck bu- this week. This is the home stretch to make the playoffs.
1: That's right. So buckle down. Make the push, man.
0: Get in there. Don't be afraid to make a solid trade.
1: Hopefully you traded Matt Jones already.
0: Hopefully you traded Eddie Lacy, Matt Jones, all those guys. Because if you didn't trade Matt Jones or Kristen Michael yet, guess what?
1: It's too late.
0: It's way too late. That's why you can't. That's why sometimes when you listen to this, you can't be like, those guys. You know, somebody wrote me and they're like, dude, like last week it was like, do not trade Melvin Gordon no matter what I said. And somebody's like, dude, I just traded Melvin Gordon because you said to trade him.
1: That stinks.
0: But you got good value. I, I, I forgot. What he, I was like, "Well, what did you get?" He wrote back and he said, "I was like, oh. he's like, I'm still happy about it." I'm like, okay, you got good value. Whatever it was, it was good. Well, that's good. So until next week, ta ta hasta la we go. Ready, set, <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at dynastynerds.com for up to date Dynasty insight, and follow us on Twitter at dynastynerds.